Yes, it's Monday, and we all know what that means by now. It's time for me, hello, to talk to you about ghosts, because that's how the show works. How are you all doing? I hope you're all doing fantastically well, as is the podcaster's mantra, but I sincerely mean it, they all don't. Wink, wink. Anyway, what have we got in store for you today? We've got all the usual malarkey. We've got your true paranormal tales. We then, of course... Oh, no, prior to that, I have a paranormal review where I review something paranormal so you don't have to. And then, of course, finally, we take a little trip to see Becca in her dingy, dark basement of Reddit Corner, where she will tell us a story that's been recently uploaded to the internet site known as Reddit. Yes, probably by a user called, like, Handbag Trousers 735. Of course, ah, to the proud Handbag Trousers 735 family lineage and title and fortune. Anyway, anything else to report? No, I don't think so. We've come to the agreement that it wasn't the paranormal that tried to burn our house to the ground. As we've discussed in previous episodes, we're now quite sure that it was just a dopey backer leaning over to get something and she's knocked one of the switches on the oven. Either way, we were very lucky to survive. Well, she was. I was out drinking, you know. I would have just come back to a burning mess drunk like, did I do this? Oh, my God. But um, no, thankfully, we have decided it's not ghosts. Does that mean that our house isn't haunted? I'm not yet convinced. I keep having nightmares where I wake up and I'm terrified to look at the bedroom door and then I end up like snuggling into Becca. And every morning she's very much like, oh, look at you coming over to give me a snuggle in the night. And I'm a bit like, yes, I, I thought Satan was in the doorway. It's kind of not romantic, but um, if you want to take it that way, by all means do. Now, before we burst into the show proper, we of course need to thank our wonderful people over at Patreon, because they help, in fact, not even help, they keep the show going, so thank you very much. Now, when you join Patreon, not only do you receive two, yes, two additional shows each and every week, what? Yes, that's eight a month for those of you who passed maths, and uh, apparently in the UK now we've got to do maths until the age of 18, which, um... Seems a bit much, doesn't it, really? Let's be honest. Especially when, like, a lot of maths is like, OK, we need to work out the tangents of the pie. You'd never need that in life. You never need that in life. Unless you're teaching maths. That's the only time you need to figure out the tangent of the contingent of the pie. You don't need it. You don't need it at all. Maybe for those years between 16 and 18, if you're going to force people to stay on at school, teach them about mortgages, about how to pay their energy bills, about what their rights are if they're arrested, you know, things that might help them in life, as opposed to the pi constant of the tangent of the consonant. The consonant? Mm. Bringing language in now, are we used to trying to muddy the waters? Anyway, when you sign up to Patreon, you get two shows a week. Yes, you do. One of them is a ramble, which, as you can tell, I like to do. Goes on for about 30 minutes. I talk about whatever's on my mind. It's like my therapy, but I try to make it funny. And I try being the operative word. And on a Sunday, we try and do a paranormal Patreon. And again, try being the operative word. But we do, we are getting much, much better. For example, Sunday Gone, we covered some stories from the Hans Holzer Book of Ghosts, myself and Becca, or Becca and I, if you will. And uh, yeah, we kept it as paranormal as we could. And we've done quite well keeping it on track. So that's what you get anyway. And you also get to support the show. And of course, as a thank you, I sing your name. Yes, I do. So all you need to do is go over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. Just like these wonderful new Patreons have. <laughs> 
The Epiphone Casino is out, yes. The one used by John Lennon. Not the same one, of course. A copy. And this is for our new Patreons, Martin Strickland, Emily and Dave. And it goes like this. Oh, come on. Martin Strickland, Emily and Dave. You've sent them to the Patreon And I would like to say Oh, thank you, Martin Strickland, Emily and Dave You've sent them to the Patreon And I would like to say Oh, I say thank you, Martin Strickland and of Dave Not to forget Emily I left her nearly out So I say thank you, Martin Strickland and of Dave and of course to Emily, you're all saving the day. Ended it on a seventh. That's a G7. God, I got confused in the middle there. And I also nearly lost my voice. My voice as I get in, as I get in older, I'm Yoda now. My voice as getting I older. Um... I can't read certain notes. Maybe I need to go to vocal training because you do need to practice to keep things going, you know. That's not just my wise words. That's the way of the world. Anyway, thank you, guys. Go to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts if you'd like to support what we do here. In the meantime, let's have a paranormal review, shall we? Yes, it's time for a paranormal review where I review something paranormal so you don't have to bother your pretty little minds about it. Anyway, that was my Cockney accent. I've just nearly absolutely killed the cat. It wasn't curiosity that done it. It was vaping. So I took a big inhalation of vape. She jumped up out of nowhere. I've got my headphones on. Terrified the life out of me. I coughed a load of vape into her face, which led her to cough. And I thought, please don't die. She didn't die. She just sniffed and sneezed a bit, and now she's fine. So it didn't kill her, thankfully. But, um, yeah, but none of that's supernatural. So let's get to today's review. Now, it's a film on Netflix, and I really liked it. And I'll tell you why I really liked it, because it's kind of every sort of... not. I don't want to use the word trope because it sounds derogatory, but everything that's really scared me in a ghost story in the last 10 years has kind of been sewn together in this film. So, in all truth, I'm kind of... I wasn't that asked about narrative or about storyline. I was a bit like... I was taking them all as individual segmented pieces of scare, if you like. So, the blurb... The film is, no one gets out alive. And the blurb reads, a young woman, alone and desperately trying to get a piece of the American dream... But what she finds instead is a Pandora's box full of her worst nightmares. Now, what it does do very well, this film, is, I think, anyway, it focus, It doesn't focus on, but it shows um, the dangers of isolation, really, or the dangers you can face when you're trying to start something anew on your own mentally you know, the sort of ups and downs you can go through. I think it does that quite well. And I think we can all experience that. You know, it's dangerous to start anything new on your own. That's the key thing with no backup, whether that move, be moving into a new house, starting a new job. It's always daunting, isn't it? And um, I'm not trying to say that they've been dead arty with it and used the, the jump scares and all of these tropey things sewn together as a metaphor for that. Maybe they have. Maybe it's just way above my intelligence levels and I'm just blind to it all. But I think it's dead good. There's low, you will 
see things. If you watch it, you'll see things where you're like, I've heard that in ghost stories. I've heard that in ghost stories. I've heard that in ghost stories. Loads of Kotep, corner of the eye phenomena. We know our lingo. We know our shortcuts and our abbreviations, don't we, guys? Loads of that sort of stuff. It's very good. It's just done very well. If you want a good scare, as in like, um, I, on my other podcast, I use the phrase suspend your disbelief. If you do that with this program, no one gets out alive with this film. Um, and you turn off all the lights and you wrap yourself up really warm, get a bowl of popcorn and you just sit there by yourself and watch it. You'll get into it. You'll forgive the little sort of amateurish things that can take place within it and you'll enjoy it. So for me, in terms of a paranormal experience, in terms of entertainment, I would say it's two thumbs up for no one gets out alive. And does she? I ain't spoiling it for you. Yes, now it's time for my favourite part of each and every week, and I sincerely mean that. It's where I get to read out your true listener ghost stories. Now, the good thing about these, I think, is that I don't read them prior so at the end, my genuine reaction is my genuine reaction. I'm not putting it on. I'm not going, wow. I, like, I literally read the title. I take a look at the length and I think, yeah, I'll read that out. Um, so it could be terrible. It could be an awful ghost story. I mean, thankfully, they never are. They're always amazing. But I love it when I'm reading something and at the end, I'm like actually blown away. You'll know if you've listened to the show long enough, sometimes I've been brought to tears. Sometimes. And sometimes I'm fearful for my own life. Sometimes. Let's see if this does either of those. This is an email from Jane, and Jane writes, Hi, Kev. Hi. Hi, Becca. Hi. Hi, Neighbours Cat. Wow. Ooh, Neighbours Cat. Well, that because of the vape, obviously. Here's a story that I can't quite explain that I think you may find interesting. Well, let's find out. This is Jane's story. Throughout the 1990s, I lived in South Wales in a small village just off the A470. I lived with my partner, my daughter and our pets. My daughter has always been very musical and it's a passion that she still pursues to this day. In 1998, she was living at home and attending a music technology course during the week. On Saturdays, she worked in a music shop in the nearby town of Pontypridd. It was the only music shop in town so all the local musicians and bands would call in for strings and plectrums, etc. After a few months of working in the shop, my daughter was invited to join a band which were based in town. The band had upcoming gigs lined up, and so it was important that she learned the set list quickly. Practice sessions were speedily arranged at a bandmate's home, and as she didn't drive, either my partner or I agreed to taxi her back and forth. One Friday evening around 7pm, it was my turn to drive her the few miles to Pontypridd. It was a dark, cold winter evening, and it had been raining earlier. I'm sorry that I don't remember the exact date as it's so long ago, but I am certain it was a Friday in the winter months. The A470 was relatively quiet with very few vehicles. I could see one car around 50 yards ahead of me, and there was a second car about the same distance behind. Suddenly, the car in front of me slowed and swerved into the outside lane. I assumed there must be some debris or an animal in the road, but then clearly saw there was a man 
standing in the middle of the inside lane. He was dressed in dark clothing, with some sort of hood, almost like a young gothic guy in a black hoodie and a long trench coat. I had slowed down too, but was now approaching him, and realised he wasn't going to move. I braked some more, and also began to move to the outside lane of the dual carriageway. At this point, I thought it was some crazy student, high on something or suicidal. Now, I don't recall the exact words my daughter and I exchanged, but it was very much expletives about stupidity and danger. But this is where the story gets weird. As we approached the guy, we could see that he wasn't stood upright. He was leaning forward at an impossible 45-degree angle. We were terrified and completely dumbfounded. As we passed by him, he turned whilst leaning and looked in the passenger window where my daughter was sitting. It is such a vivid memory. It feels as though the incident was really long, though in reality it was probably only a few seconds. My daughter recalls looking inside his hood and seeing no face. But I was so freaked I'd already started accelerating away. As we drove off, I suddenly remembered the car that had been behind me and checked my rearview mirror. Behind us, I could clearly still see the figure of the leaning man and that the car at the back of me had swerved around him too. I travelled that road many times when we lived in Wales and we never saw anything like that again. Jane. P.S. Loving the podcasts. Great stuff. Thank you, Jane. Wow. That is terrifying. I mean, Wales in itself, we're very lucky where we live here in Liverpool. We're like less than an hour's drive into another country, into Wales. And there is a very, very, if you're from the Northwest, you've probably got to take the same route that me and Becca do when we drive into North Wales. And there is uh, literally, as you're about to enter this particular place I'm talking about, there's a big sign that says you are now entering like a national area of national beauty or something like a nationally recognized area of beauty and you're like oh shut up of course we're not and then you do this turn and oh my god you are it's a magical place and i mean that in the very truest sense of the word magical wales for me has always held a special place in my heart but it's always got this air of magic about it so the idea that there's some sort of monkey figure bent at a supernatural angle I mean, unless it was Michael Jackson, which I very much doubt that he's in Ponty Breathe and also he's dead. But, you know, a supernatural monkey sort of monk, as in monkish, not monkey, uh, but a monk-like figure stood in the middle of a dual carriageway. I mean, you'd think, wouldn't you, at some point somebody who's daft would stop and get out and say, are you okay? And maybe it dis- maybe there's somebody else there out there who's got a story of, remember that time when I stopped because I thought that guy needed help and when I approached, he disappeared? Who knows? I love it when stories like that come together. There's a really good one in terms of like a validation of a story uh, to do with past life experiences and it happened on Twitter of all places. And what had happened was this woman had put on a story. It was a, a thread about how kids say the weirdest things about like ghosts and past lives And this woman had basically put on a tweet that said, 
I was once driving past uh, a pet shop in a taxi with my daughter and my daughter pointed out of the window and said, I died in there in a fire or something similar. Anyway, little did she know, later on in the same thread, a guy pops up and says, I was once driving a taxi and the young girl in the back pointed at this thing and said, I died in there in a fire. And it was the taxi driver of the woman. How weird's that? So, yeah, very good. But thank you, Jane. Such an interesting story. And, you know, Wales is full of old monasteries and stuff like that and history galore. So maybe it was the spiritual residual energy of some sort of monkish supernatural entity. Maybe that was how he died. Maybe he was forced to stand at a 45-degree angle until he died. I mean, that's one hell of a way to go. Maybe the Punisher had done maths until he was 18 and was like, I need to get this information out somewhere. Stand him at 45 degrees and use my protractor to make sure he does so. Anyway, shall we head over to that corner known as Becky's Reddit Corner and see what she's got to say for herself? I think we shall. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for Paranormal Reddit Corner with Becca. Yes, we are here in the corner, which is, as we've established, no, not dark and dingy, but lovely and light and pleasant. Welcome. With Becca. Hello. How are you? I'm okay, how are you? Have you just done a workout? I have, just done a hospice. Are you still picking at that ear, because it looks like it's bleeding? Yeah. You've got this thing about picking scabs, haven't you? You just love it. Yeah, I can't leave them alone. Leave it alone. It's like I want to make it smooth, so anything like rough or bumpy or hard, I have to just get off. Well, it, you know, it's mutilation, though. Moot. That's a bit extreme, isn't it? It is a bit extreme, yeah. It's just a little bit of a cut. Anyway, we're here to discuss the paranormal. I've scoured Reddit, lol, as if I have. (laughs) Um, Hours of research. Hours of research on Reddit. I've found a true paranormal story for you to read out in your delectable, uh, I was going to say supernatural, when I meant Mm sceptical, Becca's Reddit corner. Because you are a sceptic, aren't you? I am a sceptic, yeah. You don't believe in ghosts. No, sir. Um... Do you believe in anything, just for any new listeners out there? Anything that would be considered weird, do you believe in? Um, like predictions or dreams of future events or precognition or telepathy? No. I do believe that we're not the only life in the universe. Oh, so you believe in extraterrestrials? I don't believe in UFOs and all this, like, crop circles and that nonsense. I'm not having that. And I don't believe that, like picking people up and doing experiments. I don't believe we've made contacts, basically. Right, okay. Um, but I do think the universe is far, far, far too big for us to be the only life. Okay, well, that's, that, that puts you probably at a 15% on the belief spectrum then, I would say. 15, that's high. I don't think so, because I, I think a lot of scientists think the same. Well, yeah, and therefore, well, anyway, mm. without getting bogged into that quagmire of percentages, mm. here is your story for today. Okay. Thank you for joining Reddit Corner with Becca. This story is entitled A Cool Investigation. If they say so themselves. And who's it by? Realist Hater. Wow. Hater. Bloody hate realists. I hate realism. (laughs) There's one thing I hate. It's realists. Go on then. Scare us. Let's begin. I was called by a lady who swore that her cat was possessed. I was incredibly sceptical, but very curious. I feel like you need an introduction here of who she is and why she would be that why this person would be called. Yeah, well, they're clearly a ghost investigator of some sort, aren't they? Yeah, I know, but I feel like you need to say that. Uh, well, we, we, well, we just have. Okay. 
Well, why would you say they're clearly a ghost investigator? We don't because, know that. Well, well, repeat the first line. I was called by a lady. No, that... Who swore know that her cat was possessed. Yes, so... I'm just saying, I feel like before that starts, you need... I, I, I'm... If that if that said I was called by a lady who said her toilet was blocked, what would you think he was? Neighbor. Bollocks. Yeah, but they could be they could be a paranormal investigator, or they could be a priest, or you know True. something else. True. There's plenty of options here. Okay. They could even just be like a, a charity that helps elderly people if the woman's old. Maybe she just rang like Age UK or something. Said help. All right, you've made your point. Thanks. According to the lady, her cat would suddenly start screaming at the top of its lungs. It would do this crazy-looking slow-motion walk thing while tilting its head at weird angles. Sounds like you. <laughs> if she tried to approach it when he did these things, it would lash out at her with its claws. Well, Sounds like not, you. That's not unusual. After having one of these spells, it would hide, but not relax. How do you know? Its tail would swing wildly, and it would growl to itself for up to an hour. As strange as all of this sounded, I spoke to one of my team members, who is very sensitive. After hearing the story... He cried. <laughs> she insisted that we investigate. See, team members? That could be well, someone else in the AUK office. Well, no, it's a paranormal t- <laughs> research team, isn't it? Or a PRT, as I'm now calling them. Right. We arrived at the residence at around 4.30pm. The lady gave us a tour of the house and introduced us to the cat. Cat? Paranormal investigators? <laughs> as as cat? <laughs> cat, this one's rather sensitive, so yeah, be careful. <laughs> It was a standard three slash two. I don't know what that means. Ranch style home. I imagine Must be a US term. Yeah, three bedrooms, two bathrooms, maybe. Oh, it's a good get guess. You. It is a good guess. Yeah, I get you. I was thinking maybe three downstairs, two upstairs, or I don't know. three what rooms? Oh, well, maybe. Cause here you'd say two up, two down, wouldn't you? You would actually, yeah. So maybe, yeah, good guess. Both mm. good guesses. Well, we don't know. No, I think we deserve a Ferrero Rocher each for those guesses. <laughs> You've devoured all Ferrero Rochers. Damn. Mm-hmm. It was a standard 3x2, 3-slash-2 ranch-style home, and we found nothing creepy about it. The cat was cool, very affectionate, and really took to my fellow investigator. She spent a couple of hours alone with the cat while I got the paperwork and formalities done with the lady. Now, this is a job I could get behind. Just go and chill with the cat for a few hours. She invited us to investigate the home that night as she had a date, then worked the 11pm to 7am shift at the local hospital. She left for her date around 7.30pm and we began our formal investigation. We moved room to room asking questions in the hope for an EVP or at least a knock in response to a question. We had no activity until at 11.30pm the cat started screaming in the master bedroom. Well, I was going to say, if she thinks the cat's possessed, why are they messing around with the house? You wouldn't be asking the cat questions. Well, I, I can see why they're doing that. I mean, I'm more a bit like, the thing that keeps playing on my mind is that someone's gone on a date before work. Yeah, I know. That's bizarre. At a hospital as well. Yeah, yeah. People, I tell you what, people work mad shifts that I'm just not, I can't get my head around. Anyway. Yeah, Upon entering the doorway, my partner grabbed my shoulder, stopping me and motioning finger to lip for me to be quiet and listen. It was hard with the cat screams. They made my hair stand on end. As we watched and listened, a shadow began to form in the corner of the room. There was a whisper coming from the shadow that was not recorded by our DVRs, obviously, and we could not understand what it said. The cat was irate. It was scared and ready to fight, so we witnessed the claims of the lady firsthand, and they were exactly as she had described. My partner spoke very calmly to the shadow, saying, You are scaring the cat. I don't think you mean to, so if you leave this room and go into the bedroom across the hall, we will help you. Very calm, huh? Mm-hmm. 
We turned and entered the smaller bedroom and sat quietly on the bed waiting to see what would happen. A few moments later, my partner grabbed my arm and pointed at the doorway into the spare bathroom shared by the two smaller bedrooms. I could clearly see a humanoid shape with no features, but it was blacker than the dark. This teammate and I had worked together many times and had a routine that we followed. I told the entity that everything was okay, the cat's calm now, and we want to know how we can help. That's so calm. I mean, I'm not being funny, if a black mist appeared in the corner of the room, took a humanoid shape and then wandered into a bedroom. I wouldn't be going, how can, and how can we help you today, sir? Well, that's why you're not a paranormal investigator. Very fucking true, yeah. I'll be through the window. Kev-shaped hole in the wall. I mean, also, though, I like I, I like to think that I could be calm and speaking to it, but if it was scaring the neighbour's cat, I'd be like, oi, pack it in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're scaring yeah. the neighbour, you dare scare that neighbour's cat. Yeah, yeah, I've seen you chase cats like a woman possessed <laughs> yeah. when they've scared our cat. Yeah, very protective. Very protective. Uh-huh. Anyway. I told the entity everything was okay, the cat's calm now and we want to know how we can help. It slowly moved through the doorway and slightly into the room. At that point, I heard through my DVR the word kitty. While recording, I always plug in an earpiece so I can hear what is being recorded in real time. I asked if it was trying to pet the kitty and it stretched out its arm pointing toward the master bedroom where the cat was. Oh, I know I feel bad. No, it just wants to stroke the cat. Yeah. I can relate well, but to that. the cat doesn't want to be stroked. Well, we can relate to that we as well. Also, yeah, we can definitely relate to that. Cats be cats. I asked if it wanted to hurt the kitty and almost immediately heard a sigh and whimper. I asked again if it wanted to hurt the kitty and stated that in order for us to help, it needed to answer. My partner told me a minute later that it answered. She sensed that it indicated it only wanted to pet the cat. She also sensed that this was the spirit of an adolescent male and she thought that in life he had some type of developmental issue. While we spoke, the entity seemed to sway slightly back and forth, but it did not go anywhere. It seemed that it was listening to our conversation. Mm. I once again spoke to it, saying that it had scared the cat, and if it wanted to pet it, that it would have to make friends with it. Interesting angle to go yeah. down, isn't it? So here is a pack of dreamies <laughs> that you should keep on your person at all times. I explained that if it would just sit still and speak to the cat, that it would learn that you don't want to hurt it. Eventually, the cat will come to you and let you pet it. A moment later, the cat appeared in the hall doorway and sat down calmly. No one spoke or even moved, including the spirit. A few minutes later, the cat joined us on the bed. I spoke to it calmly and my partner scratched its neck and head. As I looked back up from the cat at the spirit, I noticed that it was gone. We experienced nothing else that night and locked up the house and left. Two days later, my teammate called me very excited. She had researched the property and found that a young man who had Down syndrome had died on the property when he had fallen out of a treehouse. We gathered our evidence and met the lady the following day. I played her all of the recordings of us talking to the spirit so that she would understand what exactly had happened. When she heard me tell the spirit how to make friends with the cat, she began to cry. She told us that only that morning the cat was on the bed in the smaller bedroom. It was purring very loud and moving its head like someone was scratching it. Oh, what a lovely story. So so this isn't like any kind of exorcism. This is them this living is, harmoniously yes, with the Yes, what an interesting take. I mean, we, normally, as we all know, um, and I'm an advocate of it, if anything, like I said earlier, if something misty, mysterious, humanoid and darker than blackness turns up, I'm very much, fetch the priests. Mm -hmm. One young, one old. One young, one old, and tell them to go in and tag team the bitch out of the place. Mm -hmm. Whereas these guys are like, wait there. And this is the right way to go about it, really. 
let's do a bit of research. Let's see who it is, what they mm-hmm. actually want to do. Yeah. Hey, 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 you want to play with the cat? You've got to make friends with the cat. You've got to let the cat come cat. to you. Yeah, Every, yeah. No, you've got to let the cat come Everyone to you. Everyone knows that. And it's lovely to know that it ended with the cat being like, thanks, I've got a friend now. I know. And I mean, interesting that the woman's quite happy with this dark spirit in a house as long as it's not bothering the cat. I yeah, think that's also, quite nice as well. There was also a little bit of too much enthusiasm, it seemed, towards the end. She rang me excitedly and said, guess what? Someone died on that property. <laughs> yeah. Hooray! Huzzah. But, um, yeah, yeah, no, such an interesting little tale there. Yeah, definitely very interesting, yeah. Yeah, it is. I, I find it really interesting that the woman's happy to live with this dark shadow spirit. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting the first jump to was... I mean, my if, if our cat started acting in that way, my jump would be to the house is haunted, not mm. the cat is possessed. Yeah. That is a strange thing to jump to. That your yeah. animal's possessed. Yeah, I guess if nothing else is happening, it's just the cat. No, no, it's, it would take it would take that our I mean our cat sat on the living room rug as record as we're recording. Cat. That that neighbour's cat would need to levitate right now, turn round and go you fucking wanker in a human voice at me for me to say I think that cat's possessed. <laughs> I it mean, wouldn't just have to yowl and walk well, in a weird way. If she kept like screaming and yowling and like doing weird things and running and looks really upset, I think my first point of call would be a vet. Yeah, not but, a paranormal investigating team. But a vet's got most haunted to do, hasn't she? And things like yeah, that. Yeah, she's so busy. She's too. busy. Do you want to? Um, if you unlock your phone again because it's frozen, and we'll see if there's any comments. Okay, it's a good point. There you go. This is one of the best experiences I have read on this subreddit. Way to go on figuring out what was needed to help the spirit, the cat's owner, and the cat. Bang up job to you both. I agree. Here, here. Someone else says, great job and very professional. The majority of investigators appear to only want pictures, videos, evidence of ghosted spirits, which there are a million of already. It's questionable. Well (laughs) done you for resolving the issue and making a peaceful household for the owner, spirit, and cat. I agree. And the original poster says, thank you, that's always my priority. Um, someone said, oh, as a cat lover, this really made me smile. That was so sweet. What an awesome story. Scary and wholesome, someone says. Scary and wholesome. Mm-hmm. That's the sort of feedback you need, isn't it? <laughs> Beautiful and sad story. Correct. Someone else says, I'm honestly convinced as well. My cats see things I can't. I see them playing with something that looks like it's right above them. Similar behaviour to when I dangle a cat toy above them on a stick and chasing after it back and forth between rooms. I've seen them both do it with each other and both on their own. I always like to think it's my ancestors playing with my, with my rambunctious fur babies. Canal? Rambunctious? And props for actually bringing a resolution to the case and not just stirring up activity to document it. It's great to see there's others out there that still want to help and not just catch a compelling video. Yeah, uh, that's all. I completely agree with everything that's been said there. Even that you're, you would jump to, if, if your cat, you thought the cat was could see something you couldn't, you would presume it was your ancestors. Oh, no, 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 I wouldn't believe that now. Mm. Like, like the cat, like I, I tried to film it the other day, funny enough, speaking about it. Mm. Um, I said at the start of this show that nothing spooky's happened, but I've just remembered. I was recording a dark paranormal, mm. and the cat was, you were in the bathroom, and the cat was sat on the windowsill, mm. and it froze and stared into our bedroom, and I mean stared intently into our bedroom. Mm. So much so, I tried to reach for my phone to record, because it was clear there was nothing there that she was looking at. Mm. 
Um, but me getting my phone distracted her and made her look at me. I just think she she can see things that we can't see, and I don't mean paranormally. I mean like flies, maybe there's a little spider or something. No, but she's like, their eyesight's not that great up close. But she's got senses. She can smell, maybe. Right? She smells something. She's got excellent sense of smell and hearing. Maybe. Very good hearing. Maybe. Um, someone else has put, this story is absolutely beautiful. I'm happy they'll all live in peace. And the original poster has replied with, thank you for your comments. This is exactly what I strive for with my investigations. After investigating the paranormal for 40 years, wow. for me, it's all about helping both people and spirits. The thrill-seeking days for me are long gone. I honestly wish there were more groups out there that adopted this philosophy. And you know what? In closing, I completely agree. Whoever this... They should have mentioned who they are so we could mm. give them a plug. Mm. Um, but they didn't know they'd be read out on a podcast. They did not. Um, so, yeah, what a great PRT, or mm-hmm. Paranormal Research Team. So yeah. I, I've now... In fact, you know what? We need to come up with an acronym so, so you can say, like, P-A-R-T-Y, because I want to. So, party. Let's come up with an acronym for party. Paranormal Anomaly Research Team. Paranormal anomaly suggests it's anomalies only in the paranormal world that you're doing. So, like, well, it is. not interested in ghosts. No, no, no. Paranormal and no paranormal anomalous research team. You need to get rid of anomalous. Something with why? Oh, the, I, it could just be with the paranormal an- anomalous research team. Why? Because we are party, and then they all <laughs> they all just get that serious. I and think go this needs, ghosts. needs work. It does need work. Yeah. Anyway, and you can't have anonymous in there. because You it, can't have anonymous. It doesn't because it sounds like you're only looking for anomalies in the paranormal world. So, like, no Bigfoots being and done. We don't need that. We'll Ghosts, an, no. That's, like, well, we'll basic. We'll put an invisible, an invisible... No, we'll put another A in. So it's party. So paranormal and anomalous research team. Why? Because we got a party. And then they get serious. But by that point, they'd probably be asked to leave. Really still need work. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for letting us in your corner, as ever. You're welcome. Thank you for visiting Reddit Corner with Becca. Thank you. Can we just speak to you next week? Bye, guys. Oh, we might not, actually, because you might be in another country, might we? Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. You may be in another country. I know. Do you want me to pre-record one or two for you before you go? Before I go? Yes, we probably should do that. Okay. Well, we should speak to you next week. Did you just growl? Not intentionally. You've just fucking growled. You're possessed. <laughs> I haven't had any breakfast. I might have to get in touch with the P-A-A-R-T-Y. Who team. are they? Party. <laughs> Who are they? Uh, the Paranormal and the Anomalous Research Team. You just made Why? up the titles and mean someone now exists. Her. Anyway, okay. Thanks, Becca. You're welcome. Tati, bye. Bye-bye.